0: Brooklyn's Radio. Loving events in Surrey.
1: We're here on Weybridge Green this morning for the Great Weybridge Cake of 2018. Down here at the moment with James Pearce, Barry Richards and Ivana O'Brien. Beautiful day in the sunshine. Lots of people and wandering around already. Um, started at 10 o'clock and we are just waiting for the cakes to arrive. People have got until 11 o'clock this morning to get their cakes in and entered and we're also going to have from 11 30 uh, there'll be the judging to 12 30 or 1 and at two o'clock the prizes will be presented we've got a bit of a problem i think coming on in noise there's road work's going to be going on just by a little school right next to us which uh, we'll get round. we'll get around eventually somewhere or other a lot of varied stalls around as well i should just mention a uh, ruth langsford is again presenting the prizes this year which is lovely She was great last year. She could be just as good this year. Um, I'm watching people bringing cakes along now, which is always good to see, of course, because that's the whole point of the day. (laughs) Right, I'm going to sign off. We'll be doing lots of interviews with the people and hopefully talking to some of the people who are entering the cakes as well. So I'm here with Megan. So Megan, so which cake have you entered?
0: I've entered a Victoria sandwich in the Family Bakes Under 12. And whereabouts is that? Is that on the
2: table at the moment? Can I see it in a second?
0: Uh, yes, it's on the table. We've just entered it in.
2: And did your brother who's standing next to you, did he help you with that? No. So who's your influence in the kitchen? Is it your mum or is it someone like Mary Berry on the telly?
0: Well, I watch the bake-off and cooking programmes and I used to sit with my dad and then I just started to love baking so now I'm doing it by myself in the kitchen. And how old are you? Ten.
2: That's amazing. So for ten years old you're already baking lovely cakes like that. And would you like to be a chef in the, in the future?
0: Uh, Kind of, because I love dancing as well. So
2: maybe you could be a dancing chef. Yeah. Combine the two? two? (laughs) That's what my mum always says to me. And so of all the cakes you make, what are your favourites to make? Is it the Victoria-type sponge? or?
0: So I like the Victoria sponge, and then last year I entered, and I did a St. Clarence Drizzle cake, and I came second with that.
2: That's fantastic. You came second last year. So this year you're hoping to better that and come first, obviously. Yeah. And just remind me, is there a prize?
0: Um, Well, last year I got a certificate, and then there's different prizes, full categories, and then there's an overall winner. And what time are they going to announce the winner? So they start judging at 11.30, and they announce the winner at 2pm.
2: Brilliant. I'll make sure I'm here to come and see. Good luck with it. Thank you. So I'm over at the table with Megan, and she's showing me her cake, her lovely creation. And there's a vast array of wonderful cakes here, from cakes with love hearts on them to a cake with cake in the middle, which looks like the hack of the theme is mad hatter's tea party with lovely muffin cakes around the edges and there's one with smarties on the top there's a chocolate one with a banana oh oh jill's just lifted the lid on a lovely beautiful chocolate creation with white chocolate and dark chocolate and milk chocolate which looks fantastic so i'm looking forward to seeing a bit more of these cakes later on yeah amazing Okay, so I'm here with Jamie, and she's just put her cake into the celebration cake category. So tell me about that, Jamie.
3: Yes, so um, I decided to put the cake in, and I've got um, tea cake at the bottom, I've got coffee cake uh, at the top, um, so it's a, like a tea party. <laughs> um, and then I've just gone with Mad Hatter's theme. Um,
2: and so are you passionate about baking, then, obviously, to, to create yeah, something I, like
3: that? I absolutely love to bake. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's just the the sort of... Um, thrill that you get when people see it and they say oh it's amazing you're like oh yeah so
2: did you bake for like parties and things like that for people or is it just purely for you
3: yeah more friends and family than anything else but i think i might start expanding i was gonna say <laughs> i think
2: you should start branching out and start charging people
3: yes thank you i will
2: <laughs> and who's your inspiration in the kitchen
3: oh um probably my son i've done a lot of cakes for him so um and then obviously i like to watch um a few people online as well. There's a lady called Cupcake Gemma on YouTube who's amazing. So, yeah, she's probably my cake inspiration. <laughs>
2: and is it mainly cakes that you like to bake or do you like the macarons and the shoe pastry and that kind of thing as well?
3: I, I do like other things as well, but I think my forte my, um, is definitely more the decoration of it, so I, try to, I tend to make things I can decorate. Brilliant.
2: Well, good luck with it. I look forward to hearing what happens.
3: Thank you very much. And I'm with a lovely lady from
4: Darcy B's, the candle makers. Now it's Beth, isn't it? It
2: is.
5: Yes, hi.
4: Hi, Beth. So I think this is a new business. It caught my eye earlier. It's candles and other products. Candles and room scents and any any room scents, it's vegan.
5: Um, So that there's no testing on animals or anything like that.
4: Brilliant. Okay. And what sort of inspired you to um, sort of get this business going then? It was my
5: daughter. She, she was a veg- always been a vegetarian and she decided to go to veganism and I started to learn all about what, what was good for her and what she needed in new replacements and I stumbled across um, the difference between paraffin wax candles and soy candles and that's how I learned about it and I decided that we all needed to be educated. So I learned about it and I found the company that I enjoyed working for and I went out there and
4: I did it. Wow, really commendable. And how long have you been doing this? And I know it launched this year, but how long have you been sort of had this in the making? Um, Literally since January. Yeah, Literally since January I started. Okay. My baby. (laughs) I bet it's been your baby. I bet you've been living and, you know, sleeping. Living, breathing, sleeping it. Yeah, I'm sure. And so presumably you're out this summer doing lots and lots of this kind of events. Absolutely.
5: Yep, getting a name out there, educating people as to what's good for them and what's bad for them, and really trying to help people change for the better. Brilliant. Okay, and you're online
4: as well, I think? And
5: We have a website, which is www.darcybees.com. Brilliant.
4: Great. Well, it's really good to have a look at some of your products. So you've got, uh, as well as uh, the candles I see there, you've got some sort of lotions and potions of
5: shower gels and we do body creams and we do perfumes um, and we also do bath products, bath bombs, lip salves, all sorts of things like that, which are all totally natural. And are you making them yourselves or are you outsourcing? The the candles are made by a company in Scotland and I make all the
4: bath products myself. Brilliant. Okay. Really, really interesting. Brilliant. So that's Beth and it's darcybees.com. Thank you very much, Beth. Lovely to meet you.
2: Okay. So I'm here with... Um, Amelia... And she's just entered a cake into the under is under twelve category. Yeah. So, do you want to describe it to me?
6: Um, well, it's a lemon and poppy seed cake, and I made all the decorations on top. Uh, it's got like the Cheshire Cat and um, the White Rabbit's clock, and a teacup, and hearts and roses. So,
2: are you an avid cake baker?
6: Yes, definitely. How
2: often do you bake?
6: Nearly every week.
2: Wow, that's amazing. Who's your inspiration in the kitchen?
6: Um, Probably my mum, because she can make really amazing cakes. Like, she made the massive fire truck and a tractor once for Henry's birthday. Do you normally watch The Great British Bake Off? Is that an inspiration for you as well? Yeah, I've watched every series.
2: We should invite Mary Berry down one year to see if she can come and um, assess the cake. Yeah. (laughs) What's your favourite type of cake? Mine's chocolate. What's yours?
6: Um, Mine's very chocolate as well. And is this the first year you've entered, or do you
2: enter every year?
6: Um, This is the first time I've entered. What time
2: is the adjudication going to start when are they going to judge them is it about Um, two o'clock
6: i think it yeah it's two o'clock
2: so you're going to stay here till then
6: um i think so
2: okay lovely to meet you good luck with everything
6: thank you
7: well i'm here with a lovely lady called beatrice who runs a company called the infusionist hi good afternoon hello thank you for having me (laughs) it's great to talk to you here today so you're making your own products they're natural organic fresh handmade and the skincare aromatherapy candles, lots of beautiful things you have here, and predominantly vegan. Yes, they're predominantly vegan, all vegetable-based.
8: Um, what I try to do differently is to source my ingredients from local and ethical small-scale producers so I can support the local people as well.
7: That's such a
8: lovely ethos to have. Tell us a little bit about how you got started. Well, um, I actually wanted to do good, so I actually started to train in Cosmetic Science and I always knew I wanted to do something like this. Um, so I did my training and then I worked in the industry for a year and then I moved into doing this my way, um, the way that I've always wanted to do it that I think is better and more ethical.
7: More ethical and, and healthier for people. Healthy
8: but also produce green products, so my packaging is all recyclable the glues are with botanical glue um, on the labels Um, the products themselves all finish so that there's nothing left so I produce candles and creams The the candles are designed to burn completely flat so there's no wax left which is better for the environment and the creams are more concentrated so they take much longer to finish but they all have only vegetable oils and importantly natural sun protection in every cream that I make because I wanted to raise industry standards and not charge a premium
7: for it. Do you know, I know quite a lot about skincare and um, I know it's very difficult to get mineral-based sunscreen and I know there are more and more coming out now but it is still very rare so congratulations on doing that. Thank Thank you very much. That's amazing, amazing. Tell
8: us a little bit about some of the products that you've got. So I do quite a large range. I started out with the general um, face cream, body cream, hand lotions, but I wanted to make more specialised things. Um, so. I do um, a range of things for people who perhaps are going through chemotherapy or radiotherapy, which is a specialised area I make some creams that for skin that's prone to eczema and psoriasis um, and because I'm the person who makes it, I can advise best on which products work rather than a generic um, I make things for very sensitive skin um, and vitamin E creams and eye creams um, but I also make um, natural bath products as well and aromatherapy products so there's quite a lot and you 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 may see today that there's quite a lot of things that
4: you make.
7: There are a lot of things here. And I have to say, you know, I, I have a show at Brooklyn's Radio and I talk all about health. And I'm always saying that the things you put on your skin actually go into your bloodstream much faster than anything you eat because it doesn't go through the digestive system. So people really need to be aware of what they're putting on on their skin. So this is great. I think we need to give out your website details so that people know where they can get your products from. Yes, my
8: website is www.theinfusionist.co.uk or you can. Put Put the infusionist into google and it comes up
7: brilliant listen Beatrice maybe we'll get you onto my show so you can come in and have a longer interview and tell us all about you oh that would be lovely and really thank you for asking me no it's great you look wonderful
8: you look very healthy and uh, I think you just
7: you're, you're just a great inspiration to
8: our listeners so thank you for talking to us today thank you and I hope I've made a difference to your audience oh, I'm sure you
6: have thank you
2: so I'm here with Molly, who's just entered a cake into the Celebration Under-12s category. So t- describe your cake to me. It looks absolutely stunning, Molly.
6: Uh, well, it's a Mad Hatter hat, and then it has a mini like tea party on top of it. And what sort of sponge is it underneath? Uh, lemon.
2: Is it got uh, lemon icing? Is it just a lemon, uh, lemon cream?
6: or? It has lemon icing in the buttercream and then the orange biscuits. And when they judge it, do they judge it just on appearance or do they cut into it and taste it as well? Well, last year they cut into, well, they ate my cupcake last year. um, So I think they eat it as well as judge it on appearance.
2: Did you enter most years?
6: I entered last year and I don't know if it was on the year before that.
2: Okay, So maybe last year was the first time it did it. And it's judged by Ruth Langsford, is that right?
6: I have no idea.
2: I think, yeah, I think she does... uh, this morning with her husband Eamon Holmes, so that's quite exciting isn't it to meet her
6: yeah i think it was her last year as well
2: and what's your favorite type of cake to make is it kind of a sponge cake with like lemon icing or is it more chocolate obviously that's lemon which looks lovely
6: i think lemon because i don't really like chocolate oh, okay
2: and who's your inspiration in the kitchen is it mom dad or family
6: well i don't really know i watched a lot of tv programs
2: dad's pointing at himself
6: and dad hel- <laughs> and dad helps and mum's quite good she's quite creative about that
2: lady called Mary Berry.
6: Oh yeah, I really like her.
2: Bake off. Obviously, she doesn't do the Bake Off anymore, but she does some lovely programmes, doesn't she?
6: Yeah, I I think
2: she's really good. Okay, well, hopefully we'll come back at two, and hopefully you'll have won an award. So good luck with that,
7: Molly. Thank you. I'm here with Abigail and Rosa, and they have just entered a cake here at the competition. Good afternoon, girls. Good, good afternoon. afternoon. It's lovely to see you here. I'd love you to describe your cake for our listeners out there.
9: At first, we were expecting it to just go really well, but then we baked the rim. That was fine, but then we tried to bake the top, and it was too small. So then we had to bake another cake and put it on top, and stick the bon- them both together with buttercream. The ice, the blue icing on the top, was the hardest bit. It kept ripping every time we tried to put it so on. But then, but then we, um, we, watched we tried to, to, to flat. We, yeah. we tried to flatten it out, and then we put it over the top, and we softened it out, and then it, and then we decorated grated it okay
7: and tell me what flavor the sponge is
9: it's just plain sponge with buttercream in the middle
7: okay what is there a flavor in the buttercream um uh, it's
9: just, just average a buttercream just butter, um, and, ice butter and icing
7: sugar yeah oh, okay and um and you've got like a biscuity base for the so it's like a hat isn't it Yeah, it's
9: a crispy base and a squishy middle of the cake well,
7: that sounds very yummy, and it's very pretty. So on top of your blue icing, what have you got on there? We've
9: got uh, some we've butterflies got some, and flowers yeah. and decorated. Not real butterflies, stuff. just rice paper butterflies. We've made it gluten-free because Abigail is gluten-free.
7: So am I, so I could have a piece of that later. <laughs> That's wonderful. Girls, good luck today. Thank you so much. Where did you first get your inspiration for
9: baking? Um, I, don't I got it because my brother's a chef ah he is and what about you i just like bacon <laughs> do you watch the baking programs on tv yeah, i, I do watch the, the and i watch yeah, yeah. the junior bake-off okay, so can we see you entering that later on when you're a bit older maybe maybe
7: well good luck girls thank you for talking to us today and i'm here with april
2: from april's table so tell us a bit april about your lovely vegan creations
10: Hi, so I'm April of April's Table. Um, I run a plant-based catering and bakery company from my home in Weybridge. Um, Everything we do is vegan with a healthy twist, so we uh, don't use any refined sugars. We also offer a lot of allergen-friendly, so we have loads of gluten-free options. Um, So you can find us at AprilsTable.co.uk, and we can make you birthday cakes, catering for your next event, anything you need
2: i mean just looking at the table here's a vast array of different things we've got a super fuel bar is that like a really good super energy type bar what's in that one
10: uh so this one's a no added sugar option so it's just uh dried fruit different seeds oats and then different superfoods so it's a really healthy energy boosting snack
2: and we've got a super chocolate ganache chocolate ganache that's my favorite which are the ones that you make do you are your favorites have you got any favorites
10: Uh, My favourite is probably almond butter caramel slice, which is kind of our take on a millionaire shortbread. We put a bit of almond butter in the caramel, so it makes it nice and creamy, a bit richer, very decadent.
2: And so if people want to order from you, do they order direct from the website and they come and pick it up from you, or do you deliver it to them? How does it work?
10: Uh, Yes, I can deliver around Surrey. On my website, there's a contact form and my email address and all of that. So it's aprilstable.co.uk
2: brilliant and when would you like to take the business going forward do you want to conquer the world
10: oh, not sure about that um yeah i've been doing it for about a year and it's going well and we're just expanding you know
2: do you think that eventually maybe you'd like to open some premises
10: uh eventually that is the plan so we'll see how we go uh, at the moment we do lots of different farmers markets and we supply a few coffee shops and all the private orders. Brilliant, thank
2: you very much so it's April from April's Table, so if you're around come on down. I'm here with Ulla and Tony and they've just submitted an entry into the Half Dozen Bakes so tell us a bit about your wonderful creations, I've just tasted well actually, really tasty tell me about it what are the actually, ingredients?
11: It's, it's not uh, much about the cakes but uh, we have kind of a vegan stuff which is made from oh, seeds uh, blended together with the maple syrup and uh, Coconut oil and um, well, some very nice, very healthy stuff, which is um, all superfoods almost. Giving a blast of energy, and <laughs> you can roll on full day with just only one, one small tiny cookie. <laughs> and how long have you been making
2: these wonderful creations, Ola?
11: It takes a very short time, just. A bit Patience <laughs> to be patient. You only started
12: making them recently, didn't you? In That's the last nice. mm, only about probably about a month, isn't it? Oh well, I discovered a, a Everybody loves these things, so when we saw this, we, we weren't sure what this <laughs> um, like cake off thing. Whether it was more for people with elaborate cakes and stuff, so we just came down here on the off chance, and uh, they said no, we can enter. So we thought we'd uh, put the e balls in there.
2: And beautiful sunshine days, so you know yeah. rather than being indoors, great to be out in the open air, isn't Fantastic,
12: it? Fantastic, yeah.
2: So what else do you make? Is it just these amazing things? Do you make other things as well? Do you love cooking?
12: Yeah, caricature cakes. Yeah, we do
11: caricature cakes as well. She's a good luck. an artist, so I since, make caricatures um, and she'll
12: do a caricature image of, of a person, and then we print those onto sugar icing paper, and then they're laid onto a cake. We would have bought one of those down, but this is more about the making of the cake. So, whereas these things are more artistic, really, but they're pretty cool.
2: And how long have you been doing the, the caricatured cakes for?
11: Uh, caricatures, we just started yeah. uh, last, uh, maybe December? Yeah. It was December.
12: Facebook at the moment, it's not, we're not actually, we haven't actually sold any. Um, but the idea was that she would do a an image, say a person would, um, they get a, a caricature image painted and a watercolour, then that image is then, actually printed onto icing um, paper, which goes onto a cake. We buy the cakes in. And um, so then... Obviously, a person gets a, you know, for like a big, if it was a big like anniversary occasion or something where, because they, they work out quite expensive because obviously she's got to do all the artwork and they're quite detailed caricature images. And then, so the person would end up with a cake plus the original watercolour as well.
2: That's such an original thing to do. I've not seen that before, uh, yeah, so yeah. I would definitely yeah, yeah. get cracking on just promoting got
12: to, that. Just got to sell a few, basically, haven't we? Just
11: go on Facebook, ca- caricature, caricature
12: cakes. cakes. Yeah, yeah.
2: We've got a program called Just Women, where we interview women. And Jill, my well, lovely Jill, who's standing next to me, she has a business program. Well, she has a program where she interviews um, different guests. So maybe you can come on one of our shows. Well, to promote it.
3: No. Uh, oh, definitely.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, lovely to meet you. Good luck Thank today. You very much. Take nice care. To too. So
4: I've just met a lovely lady called Nikki from the Willow Bakery down in uh, down in Shepperton. I think you said yeah. So uh, you've been here all day, have you, Nikki? I have, and I've pretty much sold out. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, that's a good re- that's a good advert.
13: Yeah, I've got some cookies left and a little bit of cake, but all the sourdough went for pretty much in the first couple of hours, so I'm pretty pleased. That's really good. I mean, actually, given that there's a sort of big cake
4: competition here, there's obviously a lot of people that love their cake down here today, I would imagine.
13: Yeah, definitely. Um, we've had lots of people that are having lots of tasters of the salted caramel brownies and the banana bread and buying lots of it as well fantastic so down in shepperton then do you have a shop there or what do you do i don't know i'm uh, i'm a micro baker so i have a bakery in my home and i bake once a week to order Um, People come to the house on a Friday evening and pick up their order um, and I specialise in sourdough mainly, so all naturally yeasted, long fermented breads uh, and I bake some sweet treats as well but I use all, uh, everything that I use is organic and additive and preservative free. Brilliant,
4: so there's a sort of big bake
13: sort of Thursday and Friday, people collect on
4: Friday and how long does it sort of tend to last or does it just get gobbled up on sort of Saturday and Sunday?
13: Uh, so the the breads that I do will, uh, so people come and pick up their order on a Friday evening uh, and they can freeze it or um, they can obviously eat it straight away. It lasts for about five days. It's probably toasting it by about the fifth day for sourdough. Um, but um, given that it's naturally got its own preservatives, um, it lasts a lot longer than bread that you'd buy from a traditional baker who might use baker's yeast which might last a day or so this does last yeah for about five days if you haven't already eaten it god that's really good to know i didn't i had no idea about that so and how long have you been doing this so i'm in my second year this is the first time that i've ever done a market So it's a new experience for me Um, and I've sort of, I'm upscaling because I can't quite meet the demand. Uh, So I'm now having a bakery workshop in the garden with a deck oven and so I'll be doing more of it. Um, But yeah, officially I've been doing it for about a year.
4: Brilliant. So it's growing and you're going to be doing more events probably. I mean, these are hard work, these sort of events, aren't they? What time were you here this morning setting up?
13: Uh, I was here about 8.30, it's all the prep really, uh, so I was prepping all my doughs earlier in the week, and they have a retard over in the fridge for 24 hours, and then they have to come out, and, and then baking off everything so it's fresh. Brilliant, and um, I guess the first time you've done it you didn't really know how much to bring, because you you,
4: it will all go to waste I suppose if it's not eaten today, or yes. will people be able to come around tomorrow and still collect from you?
13: Well, I don't have anything left, <laughs> so... Uh, But, yeah, I mean, pretty much um, it's very difficult to know how busy it's going to be. The weather's helped. This is the first time I've done it. I've ate about 35 loaves, Um, so I had quite a lot of loaves of bread, but um, it's popular because it's very difficult to buy sourdough locally, so I think that people are really keen. People are more keen these days to buy something where they know what the ingredients are, so um, that's helped a lot. Uh, so, yeah, it went very quick. That, that's great. I'm really pleased
4: because, obviously, you could have overbaked and gone home with a load, and that would have been really disappointing. Yeah. So you're obviously in Shepperton. People come from sort of quite a way away way to find you. Have you got a website? Or?
13: So I have a website, willowmicrobakery.co.uk, um, and you can sign up for the newsletter. And I bake for people in the local area, Sunbury, Shepperton, Weybridge, Walton, Uh, I um, deliver on uh, Saturday morning so if anybody orders in Weybridge on Saturday morning then I pop it to their house um, uh, or they can come and collect it on a Friday night
4: Sounds great Well thank you very much Nicky It sounds like a really successful business Really good to talk to you and uh, good luck with the venture Thank you
2: And I'm here with Kinos, who's representing Elmbridge Community Leg Welcome Hello Nice to
14: meet
2: you You too Tell us a bit about the charity
14: Well, we're a very locally based charity, based in Walton, working in the Elmbridge area, offering lots and lots of exciting fun activities to young people and adults with autism and or learning disabilities. We've been running since 1994, very well established in the charity, uh, always looking to support new members and find new volunteers who would like to help us in our work. And how do people access the support? What are the criteria to access support? They, the support. Do they have to apply and make an application, or they just no, walk no, no, in? No, they just they just contact us, come to see us, see what we do, see if any of our activities suits them, and then they can come on a regular basis. We've got an, our own allotment. We have sports evenings for young people 16 plus with autism on an, of an evening. We've got a music evening for that for the, that young group of people, and then we have other daytime activities for adults with learning disabilities, from botcher to art and craft to IT support groups, all sorts of things.
2: And how do you recruit for volunteers? Is that quite challenging sometimes?
14: By attending uh, things like this, yes, yes. And we work very closely with lots of local sixth forms because we're very, very keen on raising awareness about the challenges people with learning disabilities have amongst that younger Generation. So we have a lot of sixth form volunteers who come to us, come to us for the duration of their sixth form before they go on into university, and it particularly suits young people who are going in for me- wanting to go in for medicine or nursing or psychology, or maybe taking part in NCS the challenge or the Duke of Edinburgh Award, kind of getting that yes, part yes, of it. Yes, we we have quite a few who who are doing their they do their community aspect of the Duke of Edinburgh Award with us.
2: So I'm here with Jamie from Elmbridge Community Link. Welcome, Jamie.
15: Uh, hello, ma'am.
2: And you've entered a cake as well, haven't you?
15: Uh, yep, double chocolate. Cut my I've entered a double chocolate fudge cake, number five.
2: And who's your inspiration for baking? Then, who do you look up to?
15: Uh, well, it sort of came naturally, uh, like intelligence, good looks, or anything else for that matter.
2: Fantastic. And how long have you been a member of, or been involved with Elmbridge Community Link?
15: Uh, three and a half years.
2: And what sort of things do you get involved with them? Obviously, you're here as an ambassador, which is amazing. But what else do you go on trips with them? Do you help? Have, do you help out in any other way?
15: Uh, well, we do actually have a bingo club on Monday and an all-sports club on Tuesday. At the bingo club, we play two bingo games where we can win prizes. I'm usually the caller because I'm good at it. And then in, and then in the last few minutes, we have an afternoon quiz show. Brilliant. Do you go on trips as well with them? Uh, not, not that I know of, but sometimes during all-sports, we go to other places to play games. Once we went to a local cricket club to play cricket...
2: Brilliant, and I suppose you made lots of friends from being part of this organisation as well, don't you?
15: Uh, yep, actually. Two, in our poster, there two of my friends, Hamza and David, attend. Brilliant. And so, you're going to stick around till two o'clock for the cakes to be judged? Uh, unfortunately, no. I'll be I'll be going out with my dad to Abbey Road around one ish. But it's but it's a real shame. I only hope that ECL, ECL does well without me.
2: I'm sure they will, and I'm sure they'll let you know. Thank you, Jamie. Have a good
15: day. Uh, you too, ma'am.
7: Well, very excitingly, I'm down here um, at the great Weybridge Cake Off. It's quite a hard thing to say, that is. And I've got Ella here, who is last year's winner. Hi, Ella. Hi. I'm very excited
16: to be here again, second year in a row. Yeah,
7: well, let's fingers crossed that you. You. I want everyone
16: to win. That's the trouble, isn't it? I know, and they all look amazing, and people keep bringing more cakes, adding to it. Um, yeah, there's some really talented people in Weybridge baking. There are some really talented people.
7: So tell us a little bit about your entries this year.
16: So this year we've got two entries. We've got one in the family bake and it's a cherry bakewell cake um, on a lovely little pink stand. and looks amazing. And then in the um, under 12 small bakes category, we have some pug cupcakes, which Harrison has made and they look really amazing.
7: Well, Harrison, you've got a great name. My son's called Harrison too. <laughs>
16: so
7: um, tell us that the... Cherry Bakewell one, that sounds yummy. So is that like an almond
16: yes it's got it's got almonds and it's almonds on top um and we're very excited to try it afterwards Mm. yeah (laughs) so since you won last year have you been making cakes for other people do you know what i have and i've and i've kept baking and i like it because it's quite therapeutic and it's and it's just a nice fun thing to do but yeah no my family i've still got the awards pinned up on the fridge at home and people still keep saying well you can go make your cake for us so yeah i'm being used for it but i enjoy it so that's (laughs) brilliant and maybe next a cake shop here in weybridge absolutely we're down on baker street anyway so yeah that could be the next venture yeah tell us tell us what you do in baker street so we have um a little gift shop um on baker street called blue bar 33 it's an emporium of lovely things um lots of gifts cards um homeware and um yeah yeah it's pretty and really good fun
7: so and that's a family business
16: it's well it it's not we um tim and karen own it and harrison comes down every weekend karen's son and comes and helps us out behind the till and in the shop but um yeah no we've been there for 18 months now and yeah it's good fun me and my sister work together so i guess it's a bit of a family
7: business but yeah no <laughs> oh, no, that sounds great you'll have to come into brooklyn's and come on to our just women's show maybe totally. talk a bit more about that i would love to i would love to that'd be amazing okay well good luck today Thank i shall you. be watching out for those pug cupcakes and that lovely cherry bake. Well, good luck. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for you talking to later. us. Bye.
2: And I'm here with the lovely Catherine from Flipping Amazing. Hi, Catherine. Hello. <laughs> so, tell us a bit about what your stand was
17: today. We sell crepes and galettes, and we started about a year ago. Um, and we, it's run by volunteers in order to provide work experience to local young people of mixed abilities. And it's been really successful, and some of our young people have gone on to get jobs, and we usually have about two or three young people working each session. So and you're a
2: social enterprise, aren't you so which charities do you support?
17: We which scheme we, we are a, we're a business and we're a social enterprise in that our entire purpose is a community community and we're accountable to the community via a local Rotary Club and via the Surbiton Farmers Market who helped us start, start up. Um, but we are ourselves a business. I mean, you
2: look... But I don't mind me saying you're still quite young, so did you start this after uni, after school? I know you said three years, but...
17: No, we started last year, and I'm not as young as all that, unfortunately. Um, So, no, I I work for charities, and my business partner, um, he has a lot of experience in youth employability projects, and so he comes from that background, and we've been getting referrals from local contacts that we know through Rotary, um, like Kingston Young Carers and local um, disability sports groups. Um, So using our local contacts and providing something that we thought was missing. And why crepes?
2: Big... Not why not, obviously, but why crepes?
17: There is a reason. Serbton Farmer's Market was losing its crepe store and my business partner just sort of put his hand up and said, "Oh." Um, we could run it and give work experience and then everyone leapt on it and said oh yes let's do that and so before we know it we've got a crepe stall
2: <laughs> I mean i watched you do it the way you do it I mean how long does it take you to learn how to do it It's um, like an art form
17: actually doing the fillings is trickier once you've got the knack with the twizzling that's not the difficult bit getting the fillings in in a sensible order before it cooks is that's a bit more challenging and the Nutella goodness me it gets everywhere <laughs> what's
2: the most obviously you do savoury and you do sweet what's the most popular do you
17: think the most popular sweet is Nutella and the most popular Popular um, savoury is cheese and mushroom, actually. And we tried lots of fancy recipes, but, you know, people like what they like. They like their Nutella and they like their cheese and mushrooms, so we stick with those. And you have something odd going on as well.
2: Are they gluten-free, did you say? Are you did a version of it's gluten-free?
17: This market, we have just tried a new free-from batter it's free from everything free from dairy free from gluten free from wheat free from everything um and and yes we made an edible crepe from it so hopefully from now on we'll be able to provide um, a, a free from crepe so
2: at this time of year do you find that you're doing something every week
17: Yes, we've been doing it every month at Surbiton Farmers Market, uh, and that's been our regular thing. Because it's run by volunteers, we've needed to organise our business practices so that we can about working smarter, so that we can do more. And hopefully, over the summer, we'll be able to do more markets.
2: What's the vision for the business going forward? Do you want to open a, a shop, or what do you want to do? Write a book?
17: <laughs> no. Ideally, in the next year, we would like to be able to do more markets because the more hours of work experience we can provide, the more young people we can help um long long term maybe this is something we could bring to different areas run by different teams create a model that could be picked picked up and um, taken run with by somebody else
2: thank you very much
17: <laughs> thank you very much
2: <laughs> but i'm here with rupert and arabella who've just entered a cake for the family bake under twelves. welcome
18: oh thank you very much
2: <laughs> lovely day for a cake up, isn't it
18: yeah it's rather warm though and a bit, a bit afraid that ours is now melting
2: Maybe the, maybe the organisers might move it in out of the into the shade a little bit more. So, who made the cake?
18: Um, Arabella made the cake. <laughs> it's completely made by her, with a little assistance from from myself and uh, yeah.
2: So, Arabella, is is Dad your inspiration in the kitchen? No. Who's your inspiration? Is it someone like Mary Berry or who do you look up to as a chef? Don't know. What about someone like um, Gordon Ramsay or Jamie Oliver, maybe? Jeremy Oliver. Ah, oh, perfect. Um, describe the cake to me.
18: Describe it. Well, <laughs> do you want to describe it? It's it's a raspberry and chocolate cake, which has taken us about 24 hours and around about £156 pounds worth of ingredients to actually make, because <laughs> this, is, this is version number three. <laughs> in in general, it's come out okay, I think. It's, yes, I know.
2: <laughs> it looks yummy. And as a family, do you, do you do a lot of baking?
18: Well, obviously, you can tell, can't you? <laughs>
2: And is it chocolate predominantly that you like to cook as a family, or is it other cakes as well, just this type of cake?
18: Oh, predominantly we like roasts, so we're not very good at actual <laughs> baking.
2: And is Arabella good at roasts as well, or is it you cakes mainly? Roast,
18: no. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, are
2: you going to stick around till two o'clock when they're judged? Or yes, you? we are. Okay, so good.
18: Well, we'll speak to you again when we win.
2: Exactly, I want a piece, is that okay?
18: Yeah, more than welcome.
2: Many thanks. Talking to the lovely Victoria from the wine bar. And tell us a bit about what you're stocking or supplying today, Victoria.
19: So, we're the Grape Outdoors. So, what we do is provide a fabulous section of wines from all around the world, including English wines, Italian, New World wines. Buy the glass to enjoy in wonderful settings like this down here in Monument Green and also buy the bottle to take away as well.
2: So what are some of your favourite uh, wines that people tend to choose?
19: Oh, that's really hard because every wine is great for different reasons and different situations. I really, really love the English sparkling that's available in, in the UK now again. I think that's coming on a long way. I One of my favourites is the Greyfriars Vineyard, which is just down the road the other side of Guildford. So they're producing some really, really beautiful sparkling sparkling wines and some gorgeous still wines as well which are well worth trying and i'm always a big fan of a really good serre as well in the summer
2: do you think our love affair of wine is growing in this country
19: absolutely uh, and i think people are much more interested about what they're drinking as well it's not just a grab a glass of white wine people are interested about what they're drinking about where it's coming from and are looking for great quality wines at great prices, which is exactly what we offer
2: so have you, do you come here every year for the annual Average Cake-Off? Bake-Off, I should say.
19: <laughs> this is my first year at the, the Bake-Off, so I've done a couple of events with um, the the team here. I did the Christmas events just before, I think it was just at the end of November, start of December, and they instantly came back and said, we've got this great Bake-Off, we'd love you to come along as well. And I, I couldn't wait, I just live down the road in, in Molsey, so it's really nice to be close to home and and be able to, to stay local to the area.
2: I mean, in the beautiful sunshine today, I think you're going to be very busy, don't you?
19: Yeah, I really hope so. Look forward to seeing everybody later on this afternoon. Lovely. Thank you very
2: much, Victoria.
20: Thank you very much. Uh, so it truly is a beautiful day here on Monument Green in Weybridge. Uh, we've now got to that very important moment, which is the cake-off judges. Uh, and I'm with Gavin and Shirley. Uh, good, good afternoon, it is now.
1: Good afternoon. Hi.
12: Good afternoon.
20: Now, you've had a really difficult task, haven't you? You're judging. First of all, tell us the cakes you're judging.
12: Uh, with does a uh, dozen sorry, judging the half dozen bakes and the half dozen small bakes under 12s.
20: Okay, so how many cakes have you had to try today?
11: Oh, about 15 20 cakes.
20: That's a lot of cakes. You probably need some training for that, Shirley, I should think, before you start. Now, um, tell us about what you're looking for as far as the judging is concerned.
12: Um, so we're obviously looking for presentation, um, execution. Uh, that involves like the finish of the cakes and most importantly is obviously the taste so as long as they um they taste good which is uh which is what we're going for really uh good stuff shirley just if you
20: could describe some of the cakes for our listeners that would be great
11: yeah there's some lovely cakes i mean if you look over there we've got beautifully executed ones with great icing but then it's not all about that it's also about the taste so um we've had a really difficult job um we've had to go and taste a couple of times some of them um but then you can never eat enough cake. But, um, yeah, um, some really good entries in here today.
20: Yeah. Gavin, talk us through these interesting cakes. There's some circular cakes here.
12: They are, yes. They're a, a Victoria sponge. Uh, it's, it's like a ball. They're done as a, uh, like a Christmas bauble. Um, the, the finish of them is it, just amazing. And as you can see, well, we've cut it open. You've got the jam going through it. And they are truly, truly an amazing piece of work. And without giving too much
20: away, Shirley, because I know you've still got time to judge, which are the ones that you're looking at thinking, well, these do stand out?
11: I think we look at the presentation and think that really stands out, but then we've both sort of been debating, because when we taste some of them, you know, some have got lemon flavours, creamy Victoria sponge flavours. Yeah, it's what you go for, really.
20: That must come as a bit of a surprise, I guess, if you're not expecting it.
11: It does. It really does. But, um, yes, I mean, those ones, as you can see there, the round ones, tasted lovely. But then, equally, the one over there tastes lovely. The chocolate flavour, so... Do we prefer chocolate? Do we prefer orange? Do we prefer... It, it's, it's difficult, but uh, we just have to keep trying.
20: I'm sure you will. Well, we'll leave you to do a bit more judging. Good luck this afternoon, and thank, thank, you. thank you so much for taking part.
12: Thank you. Thank you very much.
2: You. And I have with me the lovely Chris Backman from Backman's, and also I have Jonathan Woodgate from Simply Cakes. Hello, gentlemen. What a difficult job you've had today.
21: It was really difficult. Standard very high. Uh, even better than last year, we thought, actually. So, yeah, really, really tough.
2: Because you're judging the celebration cakes, I probably even more tough tough job to do.
21: Yeah, because there's an amazing amount of creativity gone into all of these cakes, really, and we can see a lot of time as well. You know, so uh, we, we 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 had to be very respectful with the judging because
22: it was very high standard.
2: And what do you look for?
22: Oh, loads really. Creativity, uh, flavour, taste. Um trying to work out what ages they might be even though they're in different categories just to take into consideration their skill levels um, so it's quite hard
2: and That's a really fair way of doing it because you could have a cake that looks amazing but the sponge could be quite dry and then vice versa
22: Yeah we do
21: very much uh, try and balance uh, the marks to reflect the fact that okay it's a, it's a themed cake, it's a novelty cake, but at the end of the day it's a cake and you've got to eat it, so we, we do give quite high percentage of the marks to flavour uh, because of that
2: and how many prizes do you award is it three?
21: Um, I believe it is three per category we
22: have our top three anyway uh, in both categories so and
2: I know that were you both here last year for the first
22: yeah, ever one Well, and um, the quality has improved
9: yeah
2: even though there's less cakes obviously the standard is high as you say
22: yeah absolutely definitely yeah
2: so how long do you think it's taken i mean obviously being a, an expert cake baker yourself Chris how long do you think it's taken some of these people to make these cakes
22: um, well
21: by the looks of things, you know, so, so, some of them literally hours because they're very laborious. Um, you know, people have been very, very detailed. I mean, some of the, the, the work, I mean, this is Jonathan's area really, but he probably knows more about the time it takes. But I can see it's... preset, it, have to be
22: pre-set, so they'll take time. They'll have to organise themselves, preset pieces to dry up. Um, so, yeah, it take, takes a lot of time.
2: Can you describe some of them to me? Because obviously I couldn't do them justice.
22: Well, you've got the winner. You've got, are we allowed to announce the winner? Oh, yeah, well, no, so, no, no, no. Oh, so we oh, can't oh, even oh. say that. <laughs> we can't even say that.
2: No one Let's heard that, don't that worry.
22: Um, you can see by the certain elements of what people have done on some of their cakes, that they've had to preset stuff, and there's a high skill level.
2: And obviously the theme for this was a Mad Hatter's Tea Party, wasn't it? So just describe what they look like. Obviously their, their hats and their, cake, you know, their, their tea party theme. But this one, for example, here, really elaborate. Can you describe that to me, Chris?
21: Well, I mean, it, it really does reflect the, the, the Lewis Carroll, you know, sort of elements. Um, I mean, the, this one we just happened to be looking at. It's got a hat with a band on it. It's got signs with uh, Wrong Way and Wonderland. It's got a, uh, the, the rabbit popping out of the teacup. There's a key on it. There's a little table uh, that's been made. There's mushrooms. It's toadstools. There's bark. There's a tree. I mean, it just goes on and on. It's tremendous.
2: The attention to detail is amazing, isn't it?
21: It's, it really is amazing. And, uh, and, and you can see that... Um, well, actually across the board that, that people have really enjoyed themselves doing it and they, it, it is a labour of love you know,
22: it really is, it reflects that it's brilliant.
2: Do you think that uh, Great British Bake Off has really helped all this kind of thing now?
22: Yeah, absolutely it's put it into the forefront of people's minds um, which is a good thing, it's a good thing for all of us who, who you know, work in industry as well um, so it's great and it's fun
2: I think there should be one of these on every town centre, what do you think?
22: I don't see why not
2: I mean, We could be the trailblazer, it could be national Or international. (laughs) Okay, thank you very much, guys. appreciate it. Thank you.
1: Well, there we are then. The end of a very, very hot day here on Monument Green in Weybridge, where the second bake-off has taken place, courtesy of the Weybridge Business Group. It's been a fantastic atmosphere, an almost carnival atmosphere down here. it has been a stilt walk around, walking around blowing bubbles at everybody as well. It's gone very well. All of the storeholders are happy. We at Brooklands are very happy and very hot as well. So we'll be back next year, same time, same place. And uh, just before we finally close the door on the event today, let me tell you who won. There were three categories and there were two age groups in each category. We had Teamster Adults and we had Under-12s. Now, the categories were Celebration Cakes, Family Cakes and Small Bake. In the Celebration Cakes, in the Teens to Adults, uh, the winner was Anastasiak, And in the Under-12s, it was Lucia Clark. With the Family Bakes, in the Teens to Adults, it was Deborah Povey. And the Under-12s was Abby Stone. Uh, Small Bakes, uh, teens to adults was Emma Clare Wood and the under-12s was Harrison Barnes uh, whose mum, by the way, donated a lot of the prizes so a bit of a poetic justice there and the uh, Best In Show, which uh, the award was nearly forgotten for that one uh, that again went to Anna Stasiak It's been a hot day, we're going to disappear now and try and find some shade Brooklyn's Radio Loving Events in Surrey